0: Welcome to Small Business MBA. I'm Yasmin Ali. I have a question for you. If someone were to ask you, what do you do, how would you answer them? I facilitated this session to a group of entrepreneurs just a few weeks ago, and the universal feeling was that there have been many lost opportunities because of a poor or underwhelming first impression. Our opening gambit to a new prospect is called our elevator pitch. The theory behind it is this. Imagine that you get into an elevator or a lift, as we call them in South Africa. And who should get in with you but your dream client? You have until you reach the top floor to get him to at least agree to a meeting with you, which at the time was typically around 12 seconds. So in 12 seconds, how do you get them interested? You have to tell them who you are and what you do in a way that's enticing enough to grab their attention. Traditionally, the elevator pitch is a very structured approach, which goes along the lines of, I'm so-and-so, I'm from company ABC, and then you would throw in your USP. Hopefully, your USP is good enough to get them interested in speaking to you some more. However, both individual clients, as well as your more corporate buyers, have become much more savvy. The information age means that people have a high level of access to lots of information about everything. And they will research the goods and services that they are in the market for. So unless what you're offering is something that they don't know they need, you probably have to work a little harder than in the past. The client-centric nature of business means that even your small business is being held to a much higher standard than before because your client knows exactly what's available to them. And it's thus exposed many USBs as not being as unique as entrepreneurs would like you to believe them to be. So given that the buyer seems to have the advantage, how do we get the buyer interested? The first thing to do is to do much less talking and much more listening. And how do we get to listen? We ask the client questions. If this is your ideal client, you know that they have a pain that your product can solve. But you don't know the details and you don't know this person. So your job is to get them to understand that you are credible and capable of solving the pain, but while building a level of rapport. So instead of simply stating that you can solve his widget problem, for example, perhaps ask a question around the problem that you know exists. A great trick in terms of doing this is to phrase your solution in question format. So rather than, I can solve your widget problem, a sentence like, what would your world look like without the widget problem that your company is currently experiencing? This engages your prospect and starts taking him to a place where the problem no longer exists. Remember that typically you cannot close a sale in this time, so your goal is to buy yourself more time. Entice the prospect to meeting. This is when you go the full distance and show him exactly what your product or service can in fact be the key to successfully addressing the pain. Remember also that different people have different personalities. Your elevator pitch cannot be a one-size-fits-all approach. While some people are straight to the point, some want to know about all the peripheral fluff, as some would say. It's therefore key that you're able to read people and their actions and their body language, as well as verbal cues that they may give you in this very short conversation. Also, in as much as we typically think about elevator pitches in a sales scenario, this would also be extremely important in meeting a potential investor, a potential joint venture partner, really any key stakeholder in your business. So, this very traditional sales tool has indeed evolved, and as entrepreneurs, we need to be innovative in terms of how we use it to the best benefit of our businesses. So... After the break, Leandi Streeter, who previously joined us to talk about innovation, joins us to talk about how to construct our perfect elevator pitch in a changing world. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. I'm now joined by Leandi Streeter to help us develop our elevator pitches better. Leandy, welcome back. Thank you so much, yes. Pleasure to be back. Okay, so in an innovative world, in in the information age, are elevator pitches still relevant? Yes, I do think, I believe it is,
1: um, very much from the perspective of it's a different kind of pitch. I think in the past it was very much how to sell benefits and features, Mm -hmm. and it was a very sort of memorized, uh, Scripted. scripted pitch, and you know, It has evolved since then people are becoming a lot more, it's a lot more, we also, besides the fact that technologically we are advancing quite a lot um, and we're in a digital age and there's all sorts of great things happening with big data, differentiation um, in terms of using information about your customers Mm -hmm. to provide solutions to problems. Um, it's a lot more human-centric as well. Yeah. So your elevator pitch is no longer just that. You know, it's not a sales pitch where you're selling at someone. Mm. It's a lot more conversational. Yeah. Um, it's also important to prioritize your mm-hmm. information so that you're communicating the value of what your business offers, mm-hmm. and how the benefits and features of what you offer solves problems. And it's a lot more. The trick is also to very much personalize it. Absolutely. So understanding who your audience is. Mm. So when you're putting together your your two minute or your minute introduction, because of course, I mean, we are all at uh, networking events, we are at conferences, Mm. even when you're engaging with friends, and then there's those of us obviously who are pitching to VCs for funding, um, based on who you're communicating to and based, who, based on who you're having the conversation mm. with, obviously you need to be agile enough to adapt your script yes. as well, or your conversation Absolutely. rather. Absolutely, so let's take a step back. How would you define an elevator pitch? I think the most important thing to realize about your in- elevator pitch is it's, it's no longer the sales pitch, it's very much an, a, a way to communicate information about your business succinctly in order to create inf- uh, interest. So it's that door in, it's the way Mm. in for conversation to follow. Absolutely. And also to to actually not leave it with a, you know, where you actually close off and go, ta-da, end of sales pitch. (laughs) And wait for the applause, right? (laughs) That's right. You've got to have a call to action. And it's very important at the end of your... Or during the conversation rather while you're positioning yourself or while you're telling somebody about yourself Mm. in terms of what you do and how you solve problems is to ask them actually to get information from them throughout the conversation.
0: Absolutely because it's meant to be a conversation so so how do you bring the person into the conversation? Exactly.
1: I think it's very important to understand, obviously, so who you are talking to and what event are you at? So if you're at an entrepreneurial networking event, you know that you are one of many small business people. Why should somebody listen to you? So the most important thing is to be confident, but Mm -hmm. not to be overly confident. Confident, but not arrogant. That's it. Be realistic and authentic. So also be yourself. That's the most important thing is to be confident in what your business has to offer and who you are as a business person and your capability and competency. You wouldn't have started this business if you didn't believe in your ability to do it, right? Absolutely. So it's getting other people to also
0: buy into that, um, and 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 I think also to to show passion for what you absolutely. do. You know, there's nothing that amuses me more than somebody trying to pitch me, um, in whichever in whichever way. But they are kind of talking to me in the sense that I have the best business in the world ever, and uh, you know it's the yeah. it's just the greatest, and you need to. And I'm kind of looking at at their faces and going, convince me. Absolutely, and it's so important
1: to be real in that regard because if you're making outlandish statements, so. The, you know, you, you're being superfluous about your business. For argument's sake, I've got the best idea. This is the best thing since you know Steve Jobs invented the Apple iPhone. You know, people are going to go, really? Is that there is no more original or like ideas out there anymore? It's a it's a mashup of ideas and concepts and and better ways of doing things. So, how do you differentiate yourself and how you pull the person into the com- the conversation is. Firstly, by being confident in who you are, communicating mm-hmm. your passion, but also understanding who you're talking to. Mm. So if you're talking to a fellow entrepreneur, also there is an opportunity for potential syn- you know, um, synergy. Yeah. There could be a partnership. Yeah. Um, so how do you engage? And it's by asking, understanding who the person is. It's by asking the right questions in terms of mm. who they are yeah. and what they do. And mostly what understanding, so asking questions in such a way that you understand what their biggest challenges are. So where's the pain and how can you offer a solution
0: to help them overcome that challenge or pain or solve the problem? I actually read a really interesting article the other day that said um, the elevator pitch is dead, long live the question. Absolutely. Um, And and the author, I can't remember who it was unfortunately, but the, the author was saying that the way that he pitches his business, is he asks people questions about his particular industry and what their pain is in that industry. And him being in in public relations, his questions are aimed at so, how do you get people to 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 buy into your business's Hmm. message? And you know, that's a big question for a lot of businesses. So and uh, so that's the sort of question that goes directly to the pain. But at the same time it kind of opens the door for that conversation and Absolutely. and and once he's had the the answer from the person, he can then present himself as the expert that and is answer exactly the right.
1: So, there's many variables, right, mm. in this in the, in the world that we find ourselves mm. in today. It's no longer who's got the best features, who's going to save me time, who's going to be, you know, making me money. Of course, all those things are very important to us, but also the most important thing is who is it? So, mm. if I have a conversation with you, I'm listening to you and a lot of other people, not only in an engagement, uh, face-to-face at an event or even mm. if we go for coffee, but you've got social media like LinkedIn, Facebook, where everybody is promoting themselves and talking to the why, why why you should buy into me, or why should you buy from me, Um, the reality is very much asking the right questions is key because you have the opportunity to position yourself. So it's gaining understanding from your client, but it's also giving you the opportunity to position yourself as the expert. So with real authority mm-hmm. um, versus having somebody who's memorized a great sales pitch <laughs> pitching at you, but the moment we start scratching the surface and you're actually starting to ask the question, they're not in a position to answer you. And that I think causes you know some kind of, mm, I'm not so sure this
0: person is 100% clued up on what my challenge is. Absolutely, and at the end of the day, it's- it's about how are you going to solve my challenge and I think going back to the previous conversation that we had the biggest advantage that small businesses have is that we are agile and oh, we absolutely. can be innovative so asking questions rather than you know going straight to the script gives us the opportunities to be innovative in creating a solution for for the person we're talking to. Definitely it's very important
1: to be able to also, while asking the question is so important to gain the understanding, because then you have the opportunity to pull all the right information together, and which means that, again, bringing us back mm. to being confident and passionate mm. about who you are and your business, and mostly your ability to deliver. So pulling all this information together too, and then prioritizing your mm. information. So yes, it's still important to to not have a sales pitch per se, but very much, you know, like, like it's scripted, et etc. Et but to have pri- prioritized sort of um, frame of information where you can communicate the right thing to the right person at that point with you in a position of authority Mm. as the expert being willing to and wanting Mm. to help the person or other company solve the challenge and then thereby also differentiating yourself because remember, we're also personal brands of our businesses. Absolutely. Very much. Yeah. Because I mean, as we know, entrepreneurs as well, you have one business, you have some people have one business, um, others have more than one business, and it's your ability to deliver. Mm. We fail, we succeed. And it's okay to fail. Even if we fail, it's all good. Why? Because we, we have such a much, a much more richer understanding of, you know, what it takes to be a successful business person. A failure, a failure gives you learning indeed and also that learning and insight gives you an opens up sort of doors for empathy and compassion so when you are talking to other small businesses or when you are talking to a corporate client let's say for arguments sake um, they're still human so you understand that while you as a small business have got your challenges inside that big corporate this a stakeholder also with, has to rally up support and lobby support for their intent in order to deliver on their mandate within the in the business so how can you help them solve the problem and the more lessons and insights you have the better you are to connect the more able you are to connect the more able you are to communicate authentically probably and also being able to say okay I'm the expert in this and I can definitely
0: provide a valuable solution in order for you to move forward so one of the things that we know is that as we, as we have grown older and as the information age has come in, the attention span of the average person is getting shorter and shorter mm-hmm. and shorter. So how do you grab attention quickly? How you grab attention
1: very quickly is obviously introduce yourself. <laughs> introduce yourself? I've had a lot of people come and you know they forget to introduce themselves. They ask about me and they lunge straight into their, their business solution for argument's sake. Uh, without saying, hi, I'm so-and-so. This is the company that I'm with. Um, and then starting an engagement and then giving me a little bit more insight after asking me questions about who and what they are in a very short and succinct manner. I think the trick is, is that irrespective of the fact that we don't do
0: scripts so much anymore, it's really knowing your business. Absolutely. And, and, and I think that nothing can substitute for the fact that you know your business. Absolutely. because. Yeah. As much as you can practice your elevator pitch, as much as you can practice your call script or any other sales tool, the fact of the matter is if I'm going to buy from you, I'm going to ask you questions and you need to know your business in order to answer those questions and gain my credibility. Definitely, for instance, you're going to have a different conversation with somebody who's a fellow
1: entrepreneur that you may see an opportunity to do business with than to somebody who's a potential client of yours versus a VC who you're looking to get funding from. Or someone that you're looking to partner with possibly. Exactly. So you need to know, you need to have all the facts on your fingertips. You need to know your business that well in order to to be able to communicate with authority to each one of those audiences. So know who you are talking Mm -hmm. to. Make sure you understand what the person's challenges are or pains are by asking the right Mm -hmm. questions. Make sure your information is prioritized. What I mean by that again, is if you have, if your product or solution or your business Offers many solutions to a particular challenge. Make sure that you talk about the right information mm-hmm. so you convey mm-hmm. the right information. Mm-hmm. You don't need to convey all 15,000 benefits and features of to, to solving this particular problem. By understanding who you're talking to, you can pitch uh, the best, you know, the top three. So it's about the right information to the right person. Be real, be authentic trust yourself, be confident in who you are, you're passionate about your business, and, and, and go for it. And also to close off, also make sure that you have an engagement plan, so for argument's sake, that you know that you would really like to have a coffee with this person, so that there's a business card, there's an invitation to coffee, there's a follow-up afterwards, so you do have a call to action afterwards. So that's also very important. Um, the, most, the other thing is also being realistic, don't make outlandish claims about what you can do because sometimes we can get carried away with our passion
0: <laughs> but you will get found out and integrity is so important and i and and just as importantly don't expect to close the sale in yes. that minute. Absolutely, you've got, you know, it's about making an impression.
1: And it's about, you know, um, creating interest and showing, you know, also there's an authentic connection. It's about connecting to open up the door for further conversation. So that's the whole objective. If you can get that coffee discussion afterwards or a meeting afterwards to mm. explore opportunities further, whether it is your client, a potential partner, uh, or a stakeholder that is relevant. Obviously, VCs—it's a different scenario. Um, but still, if you're pitching to a VC, you need to know your numbers. You know, you need to know what you want, and you need to have a strong value proposition in order for them to buy into. VCs, venture capitalists, are also moving into more of a human-centric yes sort of model where they're looking. But we've always known this—they look yeah. at the people. They look
0: to—they look to invest in people. Absolutely. Um, and 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 if you if you're the right person in the right business that's when that's when the magic happens. They, they will no longer look to the wrong person in the right business. <laughs> Indeed, because we know that businesses fail or succeed,
1: but at the end of the day, it's the ability of the entrepreneur to pick themselves up and say, okay, right, that didn't work. Lessons learned, insights gained. We're gonna do it this way and we're gonna do it better. Or that did, business didn't work. We need to do something mm-hmm. else. Here's the opportunity. Let's see if we can take that opportunity and create real value from it and obviously, commercialize the opportunity
0: so um i would say our final tip to 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 entrepreneurs would be don't be scared to think on your feet because every situation every elevator pitch every meeting is going to be different and as long as you know your business as long as you go in confidently and passionately you will come out with a result definitely
1: the other thing is know what your objectives are What you want to achieve.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me, Leandi. Thank you so much, yeah. It's a pleasure. After the break, I give you some final tips on how to polish your elevator pitch. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. In closing the episode on the elevator pitch, I first want to jump into the education sector and teach you an adage that I learned from one of my mentors, and that is know your stuff, know who you're stuffing, and then stuff them elegantly. How does this apply to an elevator pitch? Well, point number one, know your stuff. You need to understand your business. You need to understand your product. You need to understand your market. You need to know who you're talking to and you need to know what their pain is. Now the pain is extremely important. What's the solution that they're in the market for? Do they know that they are in the market for the solution? Because a lot of the time, especially within the corporate sector, we try to sell our clients what we call latent pain products. In other words, it's something that they may not know will make their business better, but nonetheless, once it's in their business, it will help them make more profits, save on productivity, etc. So know your stuff. The next thing is you need to know who you're stuffing. In other words, who are you giving this information to? Who's the individual that you're talking to? Remember again that the elevator pitch is constructed in the scenario that this is somebody that you have been trying to meet. So you should know exactly who they are. You should know exactly what their problems are. You should know exactly what their potential problems are as well. You should know something about them as individuals as well. What are they passionate about? We spoke about networking as well. And one of the important things that we need to remember is that for both your elevator pitch as well as for networking, Both scenarios are around the people aspect. You need to build relationships, and your elevator pitch, believe it or not, is the first step to building a relationship. The last thing is, stuff them elegantly. What do I mean when I say stuff them elegantly? Well, quite simply, nobody likes information shoved down their throats. Nobody likes the hard sell, the used car salesman approach to anything. So your elevator pitch has to be constructed in a way that people don't feel like you're trying to sell to them. Instead, pose questions. Instead, take them to a place where the problem is solved. And in doing this in an elegant way, you are actually building that rapport that you will ultimately need in order to close that sale down the line. Elegance is about you taking somebody down a path without them even knowing that you're taking them down a path and in the end, them not even realizing that they're giving you the sale. Instead, all you're doing is creating the relationship that both businesses need. I hope that this has helped you to construct your elevator pitch in a way that will be winning in any scenario. Thank you for joining me for Small Business MBA and I'll see you next time.